like that about him, how he kept doubting. I can relate to that. But the majority of people who met him and heard him talk about faith and watched what he did with his life judged him to be sincere and sincerely inspired. For 20 years, thousands of men and women wanted to drop everything and walk the same path he chose. Though they followed a similar calling, they didn't simply pick up and imitate everything Francis did. Following him around like the nitwits in Monty Python's Life of Brian, mostly because Francis wouldn't let them. Instead, he showed them how to change their lives where they lived. He was only trying to do what he thought God wanted him to do and encouraging others to do the same. Soon he saw that these followers, in the ways they were tapping into his spiritual vision, were, I realize that it sounds grandiose, well on their way to saving the faith. So, I wrapped up, that's what I'm writing about. I want to tell that story. Interesting, he said. We could use some of that today. Actually, maybe we are sort of in the midst of some of that now, too. Exactly. The past lives on in the present. Isn't that why we read and talk about history? Because we are drawn to good stories and because we hope we might discover how to make our story better today. Our lives, whether we realize it or not, are wrapped up in about a dozen good stories at any given time, with trajectories and plots much larger than ourselves. Some of them reach back thousands of years, maybe even to the beginning of time. We talk about history because it can illuminate our present times. This is different from saying what many people believe— that what happened in the past will be repeated in the future, but with different personalities and dates. Harvard philosopher George Santayana implied such a cyclic theory of history when he famously said, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. That was in 1905, and the line was quoted again and again in the 1940s and 50s after our grandparents watched the mistakes of the First World War bring about the Second. But if the saying were really true, if there were truly nothing new under the sun, we'd never witness singular, seemingly inexplicable events. We'd have to conclude that singular people, such as Gandhi, Van Gogh, Joan of Arc, Galileo, or, yes, Francis of Assisi, fit a mold. It doesn't take a genius to see that neither proposition is right. A cyclical view of history is a pretext for interpreting the past to mean whatever one wants it to mean. This book approaches the story of Francis through a different understanding of the past. The past lives in us, whether we are conscious of it or not. The past never leaves us. We carry it around in our memories, in our knowledge, even in our bones. Have you ever heard a finger or toe and then weeks later, perhaps even years later, suddenly felt that pain once again in precisely the same place where it first occurred, even while sitting still? We carry the past with us just like that, whether we want to or not. It was the Mississippi novelist William Faulkner who said, The past is never dead, it's not even past. So we occasionally read or study historical narratives in order to gain insight into what already, in some small way, animates our lives. In the reading, thinking, and discussing, we come to understand better what lies deep within us. 
Some stories have the ability to illuminate the present more than others. Sometimes we can identify clear moments, people, or events that stand out from the rest. Every era is chock full of detail because life is always full and complicated. So when history seems boring, it is not so much because we can't see the forest for the trees, but because we have trouble seeing the seed that generated the forest, or the spark that brought the forest down. History easily becomes clogged, yet there are signal figures who are catalysts for rapid change. They are worth focusing on, not only because examining their lives closely helps us understand a previous era, but because understanding them can tell us something important about who we are today. Francis of Assisi was such a figure, extraordinary, seemingly unlike and inaccessible to us normal people. Yet studying his life offers us a way to understand ourselves and our place on this planet better.